Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Number 11 on the books for the Arkansas football Razorbacks in regards to the latest commitment. Yep, Luke Brown out of Paris, Tennessee, Henry County, four-star offensive lineman, a guy with a really impressive offer list, guys like uh, you know Auburn, Florida State, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan State, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Virginia Tech, so on and so forth. A guy with an offer list you would expect out of a four-star offensive lineman, a uh, guy that was verified at at least – he's at least 6'5". That was like over a year ago, 300-plus uh, pounds. And, you know, just like so many, just hit it off with Arkansas, just hit it off with Sam Pittman, hit it off with Cody Kennedy. We are wondering yesterday, if you're wondering why Cody Kennedy's bumped up to $700,000 a year, uh, just look at the class last year on the offensive line and, and look at what they're putting together so far this year. So um, another nice addition, this actually bumps Arkansas up to number two nationally in recruiting rankings for 2023. They, they had fallen all the way from third to fifth. I, I can't – you know, it's interesting because we're always talking like, well, they're not going to stay third, you know, and then it's yeah. like two months they're at third. <laughs> they're third nationally. Uh, and then they fall behind uh, Ohio State and I think Georgia – and then get this commitment, and they move back all the way up to second. So um, I don't ever remember them being second. I think third's the highest I've ever seen them, and, and now they're second. Again, they're going to have to do some work to stay there. But, uh, you know, there's some encouraging signs, I think, on the quarterback front. Uh, you know, Malachi Singleton certainly has gotten some crystal ball picks for Arkansas. He's a four-star, top 200 overall prospect in the country. Um, you know, and he's making a decision on Monday, and – you know, that, I don't know if that's enough to move Arkansas to number one, at least temporarily, but it might be. Um, so, nice pickup today, uh, and that's 11 for the class now. I read the story concerning Malachi Singleton, but I didn't see, is he a four-star, Trey? He's a four-star on 24-7 sports. Okay. He's uh, number 192 nationally, I believe. He's a four-star on ESPN. And for some reason, Rivals has him as barely a three-star. And that is tugging down his composite ranking, uh, the ranking that he has on Rivals. I have no idea what they're looking at, why he's a, like, you know, Rivals does 5.5 as the lowest three-star and then a 5.7 as the highest three-star. He's a 5.5 three-star, and everybody else has him as a, as a four-star. It doesn't take a lot to turn on the video and see this guy has all the tools. Quarterback's a very difficult position to evaluate, uh, but this kid's 6'1", 220. He ran for over 1,000 yards uh, twice in the last two years, 2,200 yards total. Um, last year, I think he was like 24 touchdowns and three interceptions passing, um, like 2,400 passing yards. Plays in 7A Georgia, the highest classification in Georgia. I don't know what else – I don't know what else you need to see that that kid's a four-star. But um, anyway, he's a four-star on ESPN and and, and 24-7 sports. He's from Georgia. That's enough for me. Basically, Mm -hmm. Atlanta, um, Kennesaw, Georgia, which is a suburb of Atlanta. Yeah, Um, the west. uh, Stan is is already sending me text and 
and emails. I want you to know if he's all purpose. I don't see it in the story. <laughs> if he's all purpose. Yes, all purpose quarterback. Oh, dual threat. Dual threat. I'm sorry. Yeah, we quit. We couldn't listen to him as dual threat and pro style. We just listen to his quarterbacks now. We got we got rid of that. <laughs> but you got to give Stan that that he, he's got to know. Is he a dual threat? Turn on the video. Turn on the video, Stan. Okay. He'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I stay amazed. Um, I don't know why, but I do stay amazed. Over 80 visitors this past weekend, including 25 who'd already been offered by Arkansas. And I do know there was a young man out of North Little Rock that walked away with an offer, big defensive lineman, I believe. But then this list, and you mentioned Malachi Singleton. I don't know, Trey, if this is um, kind of a um, – um, a key clue that uh, your crystal ball prediction is going to come to pass. I think it's always been said, whoever gets the last visit usually puts himself in a prime position to get that, that prospect. Mm-hmm. Well, Malachi Singleton is visiting again this weekend. That sounds pretty positive to me. Yeah. His mom and his brothers have been, now his mom, dad, coming for the first time also he's bringing his mom his dad um he's coming obviously uh and he's uh he's making a decision on monday considering it's his third visit to arkansas also i i would say i would feel pretty good about where arkansas stands right now unless they really mess things up so you know he's uh he's down to what um central Miami, florida central florida Georgia. He's got a family connection to Central Florida, um, Georgia, Miami, and Arkansas. So I would like Arkansas's chances. The only other school that he's been to three times was Florida. Uh, he camped at Florida and visited them twice, and, you know, they're not on the final list. Uh, he's visited Georgia, I think, twice. I don't know that he's visited Miami more than once. I think he's visited South, uh, Central Florida twice also. And, again, his uh, – I believe his – I think it's his mom's brother uh, played at UCF, so there's a, a bit of a connection there. But uh, man, I mean, when I remember when KJ Jefferson, when Danny told me he's like, "Hey, KJ Jefferson's making his second visit," I was like, "Well, okay, that sounds pretty good." Um, so I kind of thought when Singleton was making his second visit to Arkansas, what last month. I, I thought that was, you know, probably going to happen pretty soon. And I think Arkansas probably felt pretty good about it, too. But he didn't end up committing and still took some visits. Um, but a third visit, you know, the weekend before you're scheduled to make an announcement, that, that looks pretty good to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is for the class of 2023, so you're right. This could possibly push Arkansas maybe in that number one spot nationally at least. And they've – for a while. Randy, they've had some – I mean, the quarterbacks have been intrigued. You know, Avery Johnson is uh, – I think he's ranked number five or number seven, I think, uh, quarterback prospect in the country. He's up out of Kansas, and he's visited Arkansas a couple of times. Jaden Rashada visited Arkansas this weekend way out in Pittsburgh, California, who's a five-star, who I don't remember the last five-star quarterback who visited Arkansas. I think it was maybe Mitch Mustang. <laughs> I mean, it might think be of Mitch Mustang. 
it might be that far back because Mallett, um, you know, although he had visited Arkansas many, many times and was always an Arkansas fan, um, you know, after Mustang was at Arkansas with all the turmoil that was going on at Arkansas at the time, he never he committed to Michigan without ever taking an official visit. He was actually, I believe, an early enrollee at Michigan. So uh, I think it was Mustang was the last one. But with Rashada, you know, obviously there's a lot of schools knocking down his door. And he's not even, you know, he's talking about making a top five, you know, early next month you know, or later this month, I think. Like, or I don't even know if it's a top five. But, you know, to me, I know one guy's rated higher than the other. One guy's a four-star, one guy's a five-star. But I've said it numerous times on here that Singleton, to me, when I look at the guys that Arkansas has a really solid shot at, he was my favorite one and has been my favorite for a long time. Um, so you certainly can't wait for Rashada to take Singleton. Now, would they like to take both? Can they take both? I'm sure that they would love to. I just, I just know it's difficult to get two quarterbacks of that caliber in the same class. You just don't see that very often these days. So um, somehow Georgia is able to pull it off. I guess they've got a certain level of prestige that they're able to do that time to time. But um, usually you don't see that. I, I kind of think Arkansas will end up with – I think they'll end up with Singleton and um, maybe probably, maybe try to take another one who is uh, maybe a little more under-recruited, um, you know, a guy that they think has a high ceiling or something like that because they definitely need some bodies at quarterback. Mentioning some other high-profile visitors for this upcoming weekend is Dante Dow, who is a running back out of Mississippi. And uh, I don't know what this exactly means, but Danny had in the story that he is a big fan of Darren McFadden, and this mm-hmm. is a four-star recruit. Yeah, out of uh, out of uh, Memorial High School in Mississippi, he's uh, uh, you know, as you mentioned a four-star, number two hundred ninety-eight prospect in the country, and they've had some, you know, uh, they they had Baxter here last weekend, who's number forty-six ranked prospect in the country, um, Cedric Baxter Jr., who is really talented, and there's some other guys, some other backs that they're in on that are that are really you know, really nice looking backs too, so. Um, it could be a good year for for the skill guys and quarterbacks. You know, you get you get Singleton, you get a nice looking running back. They've already got one wide receiver on board. Maybe get a couple more. They had a good wide receiver class last year, but you know, last year's offensive line class was so strong. And I always think you can get those big guys the year before because so often offensive and defensive linemen you, you redshirt those guys, right? Uh, and then the skill guys usually, you know, a lot of times they'll play. And that may be more of a case next year because you got such a veteran team this year that you might need some younger guys to help you more, you know, and I say next year. And I'm looking all the way ahead to 2023. Uh, so, you know, I always kind of think it's good to follow up a, a group with a lot of big defensive linemen and offensive linemen uh, with some more, you know, some skill guys that, you know, and then they kind of, I don't know, end up playing like in the same class, I guess. I don't know. I know certain kind of world that's always kind of intrigued me <laughs> if it if it breaks down to that but heck they're bringing in some good looking offensive linemen in this class too so is it perception or is it reality but it seems like trey there's a continued focus on the cornerback position and there's a dandy coming in this weekend Braden marshall out of lake mary florida 
Is that a perception or is that reality? It seems like, again, a tremendous uh, emphasis being put upon uh, the corner spot. Well, I think it's uh, an area of need when you look at, you know, you always talk about putting back-to-back classes together. When you look at last year's class, I mean, Jalen Lewis, right? I mean, I think that's the only corner, the only corner who came in. They're working him at nickel right now. So um, you'd obviously like to bring in more than one cornerback in a class, and that's just kind of how it shook out. But, uh, yeah, I would, I would think you're probably right, Randy, um, in that perception that it's, it's an area that they're really focused on. And another offensive lineman uh, that's coming in this weekend, that is Fletcher Westfall. And interesting enough, he's out of Leesburg, Virginia. And when you look at his offer list, I mean, this is from – this is a national-type recruit. When you got Penn State, North Carolina, which is not that far from Virginia, obviously, but Wisconsin. Now, this is another big guy, 6'8", 320-pounds. Pounds and uh, but to class get these of 2024 guys, also, yes, class of 20. My fault, yeah, class yeah, of 2024. He's, gonna, he's, a, he's a sophomore in high school right now. Wow, but, <laughs> oh, so he's uh, still a growing young man, 6'8, yeah. 320. Good grief, still growing. Who's the last, uh, who's the last commitment Arkansas got out of Virginia? You guys remember? There's a wide receiver, yeah, he, he was he, here for he, a, a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee. Crawford. Quinte Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Wasn't he like a no, four-star? Ended up he, at Rutgers? Uh, he, he, I'm not sure where he ended up. He was uh, he was a real high three-star. There was a lot high of hype around him. He was, yeah. a, he was yeah. a really well-regarded recruit. Yeah. Uh, he came in or enrolled early in the spring, didn't finish the spring, and we never saw him again. Hmm. <laughs> wow. How about that? Well, you know, Ford discontinued the Thunderbird, so that's probably why he left. I was ready, Trey. I was ready. Uh, let's check in with uh, David. David, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. Uh, Trey, you mentioned um, how we desperately need bodies at quarterback. I had a question about the depth chart. Uh, who was who mm-hmm. the boy that came from San Antonio either last year or the year before. I, I don't know his name, but he was Lucas Coley. highly regarded quarterback, and I'd like you to comment on him and, and the depth call at quarterback, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, David. Yeah. Lucas, I, I, don't, I don't know if I would say he was, like, highly um, ranked. He was a well-regarded recruit uh, who had options, and upon seeing him on campus, I thought he had, you know, showed some patience, had some good feet, uh, threw the ball well. Um, but seven practice in the spring ball, he entered the transfer portal, and he's going to Houston. So he's already he's committed to Houston now. So you're not going to see Lucas Coley at Arkansas unless Houston comes to town sometime, which I don't think they're on the schedule anytime soon. No. Nope. That leaves Cade Fortin and Malik Hornsby, K.J. Jefferson. That's your depth chart. Yeah. And, uh, and Cade Renfro, who's coming back from injury, trying to. Time to check the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting-edge technology. Classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Uh, This from Ed. He says, please ask Trey why it's easier to find dominating O-linemen than D 
linemen? Well, because you got to be really, really athletic. And uh, not that you don't on the offensive line, but you've got to have a certain fast twitch about you. That's something that you hear coaches talk about all the time. And not that you don't have to be that on the offensive side, but on the defensive side, I mean, you really, you really need to be an athlete. And that's, that's why. I mean, the good Lord just didn't make a lot of 6'4", 320 guys that can, uh, that are explosive. <laughs> they just, he just didn't. That's why it's such a coveted position. And there's just not a lot of them. I think if you would look, you know, on recruiting rankings and stuff, you're going to find more, uh, you know, four star types. Uh, you know, at wide receiver, probably the most prevalent. And, um, you know, probably offensive line, you find a decent number. And interior defensive line, you probably won't find as many. This from the 501. What happened to the running back, Johnson? I assume that's Dominic yeah. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's coming back from a, from a knee. He had some – I don't think they ever specified exactly what it was, but it sounds to me like maybe cleaning up some – you know, meniscal type stuff, maybe, but they held him out of the spring. But he'll be back. He'll be back, ready to go in camp. And this from the eight seven zero. Have we asked about Landon Rogers getting work at quarterback? That's who we were supposed to ask about the other day. Remember, we were at. We were saying yep. I'm supposed to. I was supposed yep. to ask Pittman about a specific player, and I cannot remember who That's it was. Right. That's who it was. That was it. You're yeah. right. Yeah, if any, if you know, after the bowl game was any indication, it'll be August. Well, I guess July. We'll talk to again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> SEC media days. Yeah. That might be next, huh? But I will say this: you know, there was obviously an issue, you know, with not having enough quarterbacks and stuff. And, um, and here's the deal: they're kind of they're a little thin at wide receiver too. I mean, they, you know, they Pittman even said as, as much on Saturday. Uh, but we never saw Landon Rogers work at, at, at quarterback at all. So. It looks like wide receiver is, is the plan for him. Did you see Landon Rogers work as a wide receiver on Saturday? Yes. Yeah, he rolls with the third group. How does he look? Oh, he looks nice and long athletic. I, I think he looks really good out there, actually. Uh, he's got some guys ahead of him, obviously, with you know more experience. But um, I, I could see him with a the future there. He's a big kid. You know, he's like – I don't know. Was he listed six four, six five? He looks kind of six five to me. He's, you know, I think he's. Got I think he's legit six five. Yeah. Yeah, I would never. I would never question that. He's, you know, he's long, lanky guy with big hands. So. Well, my read six five, and he and Landon were the same exact size, and I can tell you, read six five. Um. So, Trey, since the ball is rolling, I guess the the next possible commitment is going to come at 2 o'clock unless he did as Luke Brown's already done. He silently commits over this weekend while he's on the Arkansas campus on his Arkansas visit. But I would guess Malachi Singleton, I'll ask for somebody, someone else uh, because someone usually says, okay, who's next? So I'm guessing who's next would be the quarterback from Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, Malachi Singleton. That would be yeah. who would be next up. It seems – it certainly seems like unless there's something that we just – I just don't know, like, if you're like, 
You know, if he's like, well, I'm pretty sure I want to go to Miami, but I'm going to give Arkansas one last chance, and I'm going to bring yeah. my mom and my dad, and I'm going to make the decision on Monday. I don't that is that didn't add up. You know, I think it's just I think we're waiting until Monday and for him to announce to Arkansas. I don't know that he hasn't told me that or anything. I don't know that specifically, uh, but man, talk about arrows pointing a certain direction. That's that's about as close as you can get to. Uh, I mean, he even tweeted a video out. He tweeted a video out yesterday that's uh, him, you know, him and KJ Jefferson, and you know, it's like him running, you know, for his high school team, and it's, uh, you know, it's Chuck Barrett on the, you know, saying touchdown Arkansas, and you know, all this stuff, and I'm just like, is it? I mean, this feels like a commitment video <laughs> already, but yeah, I mean, not to ruin the suspense, but it, it adds up and certainly points to Arkansas on Monday. Okay, I'm putting my crystal ball in then. Put me down for Monday at uh, 2 o'clock. Malachi Simpson to Arkansas, or Singleton to Singleton. Arkansas. Singleton, yeah. I think Singleton. he's a guy people should be excited about. All right, Trey. We will talk with you tomorrow. That's straight video of okay. hogsports.com. It's being brought to you by Asher.